Good morning. Wilkinson here. This morning, I'm with my friend, Jace Nagaya. I think Jace and I met about a year and a half ago. Uh, we were in a exercise group together. I've really gotten to like him. What I like about him is on like Facebook posts and things like that, it's always very positive. It's encouraging. And he tries to build people up. So his exercise group that he started a while back is called Endeavor with Jace. And so it's helping people become their better selves. And uh, I really like his energy and I'm happy to be here with him today. And we're going to hear some of his stories. So say hi, Jace. Hey, everyone. Hey, Wilkinson. It's nice to be here. I appreciate being able to be here and talk about what's important to me in life and uh, talk about my class and talk about us. I've really enjoyed getting to know you the past a year and uh, I think you're great. Thank you. Okay. So let's have a little bit of background. Tell us a little about yourself. Okay. I am from Modesto, California, born and raised. It's a small town. Um, I, you know, basically growing up in school, our instructors would tell us you're either going to be stuck here or you're going to leave. And that always stayed with me. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was one of the ones that left, thankfully. Um, I always stayed in California. I moved to San Francisco for college and uh, to start my career. And I have a career in marketing and uh, work brought me to Southern California in 2015. And I lived in LA, West Hollywood for a little bit and made my way out to Palm Springs. And I think Palm Springs is the place I'm meant to be. Um, you know, I've lived at, in a few places in between and Palm Springs is the first place in my life where I really felt like this is where I'm meant to be long-term. So, I mean, if I ever leave it may be for vacation or short, short term, but I think I'm, I'll be here forever. <laughs> forever. Forever. Hmm. Is anything forever? Well, we'll see. <laughs> okay. So, um. You, you moved here what year? I moved to Palm Springs in 2017. Okay. And since you moved here, what, five years ago, tell us a little about your journey here. What's what's developed and where are you? Sure. So um, I, so I, I work from home. I'm, I'm privileged to, to say that I work for a great company, um, again, in marketing, and that afforded me the ability to come out here. Um, I had a really hard time my first six months here, to be honest with you. Uh, there was a lack of diversity and I really had a hard time um, feeling like I fit in. Now, what's great about Palm Springs, which was similar to San Francisco, was it's very gay friendly. It's, it's, it's a predominantly gay town. There's a lot of organizations that support our community. But the, then the lack of diversity was interesting. There's, uh, you know, I noticed racism and I noticed um, that usually I'm the, the person that would stand out in a group. And that was hard for me. And I remember um, probably maybe five months into it, um, a, a friend of mine, Anya, who is a local trans Asian woman, I was discussing this with her and her advice to me, she, it was, if you leave, nothing's going to change. It takes people like us to stay to, oh, to, point. to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And that really stuck with me. And I have to credit Anya. She's the reason I stayed. And I'm really glad that I did because, I mean, things just have gotten better. The town is becoming more diverse. And I think that um, there's opportunity for people like me, people coming in that do feel um, that they don't quite fit in to create a space. I think sometimes... We're always taught to change an environment or enlighten an environment and, and, and create our change, whereas you can also create that environment yourself. And I think that's what I'm trying to do with my class. So since this is just on audio, they can't see that you're a totally green person. I've never seen that before, but <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So what what makes you feel like you're 
part of someone that needs to be in a diverse community? Well, so my family is South is South Indian um, okay. or South Asian. My, my, my mom and dad are from the Fiji Islands. And if you've ever been to Fiji, um, the population is about 60% native Fijian, but 40% South Indian. So, and, and that, that was through British colonization and many, many years back. So my ancestors, my grandparents, they're, they lived in Fiji and I still have family there on my dad's side. So growing up, I would, um, I'd go back and I'd visit Fiji. Um, and it was very different than what you think of Fiji as, uh, you know, in, in America, people hear Fiji and they think, oh, it's, about um, beaches and resorts. But for me, it was always going and visiting family inlands. And in um, mm-hmm. so I was really happy to have that exposure when, when I was young, uh, growing up. And now when I go back to Fiji, I obviously get to enjoy the resort side. But um, obviously, long story short, I, I do have darker skin. And that's something that that's been with me my whole life. It's mm-hmm. something that that you know, if I'm in a town that doesn't have a lot of diversity, it's it's very obvious. Um, it's not not always an issue. I have very good friends in a very good uh, some supportive community, but it's always there. It's something that's always with you. I understand. So you've been here in Palm Springs about five years. Have you seen changes? I have seen changes. I think um, one thing that I can credit the pandemic for is a lot of people have been moving into the city. It's it's a bigger city, um, and that's bringing a lot of diversity. And so I, when I'm out, I just see a lot of different people coming in, and I think that's great. That's great for our businesses. It's great for our city. It's great for our community. Right. Okay. I mentioned earlier in the intro that what I liked about you was your positivity and how you're encouraging people and just the name of your group now, which is Endeavor with Jace. So tell me how you came into that. Have you always been like that or is it something that's developed or where are you on that? Um, I think it's definitely something that developed. Um, I think I, I encountered a lot of situations in life where, you know, I was angry, I was hurt. And, and, and I, a lot of that anger and hurt was from within, you know, and I, I think a lot of the ways that we deal with any sort of adversity is it's how, how we're raised. Um, you know, my parents, my mom and dad, both, they were, they stressed, they stressed a lot. And so I grew up stressing and I didn't like the way that that felt. And I remember I was at a point in my life where I was just, uh, I think it was just when I moved to Palm Springs and, you know, I've always been a very spiritual person, mm-hmm. but, uh, I was just moved to Palm Springs and I was going through a breakup. And a good friend of mine recommended a book to me, and it's called the New, A New Earth, and it's by Eckhart Tolle. And it talks about the power of being present, uh, grateful, and aware. And I think that really took the spiritual side of me and it helped me build on on those concepts, on just being aware, um, aware of how you respond to uh, different things in life and um, how much control you have over that response. Y- you can decide that you want to stress over something or you can look for the positive in it. You can be grateful. And um, that's what I try to do every day is I try to look for, I try to be grateful. I look for gratitude. I try to be happy. I try to be present. Um, but the biggest lesson that I learned is those are things you strive to be. Those are attitudes that you have, but you never want to ignore the bad. You know, you're going to feel angry at times. You're going to feel down at times and that's okay, but it's bouncing back from it. And the way to bounce back from it is looking for opportunity, looking for ways to grow and being grateful. Okay. So let's say I said something that angered you or hurt your feelings. So how do you address that? 
I'd, I'd address it with you directly. I would say, you know, could you clarify what you meant by this? Because knowing you, and I think, you oh, know, I mean, I'm not. Gonna, I'm just using me as an example. Yeah, yeah. Knowing say, you or knowing you someone. don't like that did it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, you, there's you do have control over who you um, surround yourself around, gotcha. right? Okay. And so, if you're around somebody that um, not you're not there by choice, and they say something that that hurts you, I think. Um, it doesn't carry as much power because you don't have that. Like, you know, if it's somebody you care about, then you can take a step back and say, well, I know this person and, you know, I surround myself around caring positive people. So this person must have a point they, and maybe I need to understand it more and have a conversation of what that's about. And sometimes mm-hmm. when you have a conversation and you take the emotion out of it, you learn something. You learn something about the other person. And if you are aware enough and you're open, you can learn and grow from it as well. So I mentioned your Facebook page and how you're always posting positive things. Why do you do that? I think um, I have an opportunity to share um, something that's important to me. So every morning I usually start my day with looking for inspiration in some way. And um, I feel like when I find that inspiration, I like to share it. And if somebody can resonate with it, they find value in it, then that that's a win for, for all of us. And if not, that's okay. But it, it does feel good to share. I, I enjoy bringing joy to others. It makes me happy. Um, and I enjoy when people do that for me too. So that's the motivation behind it. Now you have an exercise group that you started a while back. When did that start? So I officially started at the beginning of this year, January of 2022. I started teaching last year, um, at a, at a group, um, that you and I were both involved with and, um, I wanted to build on it. And I felt that like the universe was paving a way for me to have my own class and create my own environment. And I love teaching so much. And I, you know, I really enjoyed the type of exercise that I was doing and learning. And, um, yeah, so it created an opportunity for me. I chose the name Endeavor um, because my mom, so my mom in Fiji, she was on one of Fiji's first women's basketball teams. Oh, wow. she, she decided to create the team. She named it Endeavor. And my mom was the only <laughs> South Indian on the team. And just growing up and listening to her stories and the struggles that she had, being, you know, somebody that was different on the team, being the captain of the team, being on, um, you know, at the time, there were only a handful of women's teams. I really felt like not only the word, but that energy that my mom had with her team really embodied what I wanted to create for my class. So that's why I decided to go with that name. And I wish you could have seen the look on my mom's face when I told her that I was going to name my class Endeavor. It was it was awesome. She was happy. She was very happy. She had a big smile on her face. <laughs> that's good. So what what's the vibe of your class? What are you trying to do there? I'm trying to create a diverse environment. What I want is to especially as a person of color instructing a class, I think representation is important. I think when somebody's walking by or they see an ad or a video of my class and they see me up there, the message that I'm trying to send is that everyone is welcome here. There's a place for everyone. It doesn't matter what body type you have. It doesn't matter what um, exercise level you're at. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter um, your sexual orientation, LGBT. Everyone is welcome at my class. And I'm not saying that they're not welcome at other classes, but I feel like that awareness that I have to create the environment, it really um, paves the way for people to feel that level of comfort. It can be really intimidating joining a class. And I think, um, and I want to take away, I take away from that. Where do you see all this going? Right now, I'm just doing it for fun. I still have a full-time job in marketing and I, um, I really just wanted to find a way to support the community. And I 
think, you know, there are a few programs out here that are meant to get people up and active. And I wanted to be a part of that. So for now, it's just for fun. I just want to ha- create that environment and I want to enjoy spending my mornings with the community, laughing, having fun, being active, getting mm-hmm. a good exercise workout. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with where it is right now. And how often do you do that? So I do it Tuesdays, Thursdays at 7 a.m. at Demuth Park and 8 a.m. on Saturdays. Are you going to keep that format or do you think it'll change at some point? I think it will evolve at some point. Um, right now, I don't know what that looks like. I think it's looking like we're going to be at Demuth Park for a while. Um, initially, I wanted to be at the downtown park, but it doesn't seem like the universe first has that um, in store for me right now. But we're at a very beautiful location overlooking the mountains and uh, yeah, nice the backdrop shape. is is great there it's amazing admit. isn't it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i really feel like you know it's we're not in a bad spot you've talked a lot about diversity so let's use me as a guinea pig as an example so i grew up in buffalo new york looking back the words that we used for different groups people of color different uh, ethnicities i mean i'm kind of mortified today about some of the words that we used back then growing up as a kid and all that. But, and things are changing, obviously. But for me, it's like, I snap back to that sometimes. I'll, I'll A word will come up and I don't want it in my head, but, you know, there it is. So, and of course I'm working on it and I'm pretty good at it, but I still have that thought. So do you have any thoughts on that or uh, words, how to help people be more accepting of other people? What's your, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, racism is institutionalized. So sometimes people are unaware. It's not always intentional. So I think that, um, you know, first go easy on yourselves is what I would say, because it's not always, again, intentional, but also always be willing to listen. I think um, as we evolve, we got to be sensitive to the feelings of others. And so if you hear that something's offends someone, because you'll always hear, okay, well, I don't, I don't know what to say because I'm going to offend someone. Um, well, ask the person and they'll tell you, you know, um, you know, especially in a world now where people are becoming more comfortable. Um, I look at the trans community where uh, we're becoming um, more comfortable being non-binary. So using pronouns, those are all things that, you know, when you're used to speaking a certain way, I slip up sometimes. But asking questions and trying, I think it's the effort and just knowing that we're evolving human beings in any part of our life and doesn't not even just with racism, just anywhere where up until the day we die, we will be growing and learning. So there's no finish line where we're going to be perfect. So always be open minded and um, willing to learn and ask questions and, and, and go easy on yourselves. Well, I try to do that, but. You know, the thoughts are there and I, I guess the thoughts are there and it's just over time, maybe it'll become habitual where they won't, but, but I'm not a young chicken anymore. So, and the thoughts keep coming up, but my oldest son is married to uh, a black woman, Mm -hmm. Jill, and uh, we talked about it and she said, you know, it's like, well, how do I, when I'm talking, what words should I use? And she said, you call me black. You don't call me African-American because her point was I'm not from Africa and I don't, I don't personally like that. So she just chooses that and other people want to choose using other words, but you know, so that's, that's the way it goes. So I have a friend FTM, so female to male, uh, he's transitioning and he wants to be addressed as they. Now, I'm, as I said, not a spring chicken. I'm an older and I'm pretty set in my ways. But to me, especially with my English lit background, they is, is plural to me. 
they is not singular. So when I, when we had a third party talking about this person and they kept saying they, and I was totally confused in the conversation. I mean, it was, it was a text and I absolutely did not know what they were talking about because I was thinking, well, who else are we talking about? What, what are you addressing here? So talk a little about that, explain it to me. And how do you, how do you get over that? Cause in my, it's another one in my brain. I mean, they is plural. He or she is singular and you know, they're, they, that's plural. It's like, so what do I do with that? I, I mean, me. it's, <laughs> again, it's an evolution in the way that we are speaking and addressing people. So it's a thing that we're learning um, and it's out of respect for the other person and, 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 and their feelings and what's important to them. And, but one thing that, um, helped me is we do use they and them, um, in the singular sense many times, um, but we don't always think about it. So if I ask you now, I have a friend I want to introduce you to ask me about that person. Just ask me. Well, anything. Okay. I know what you're looking for. So I would say, who are they? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So <laughs> if you think about it that way, um, right. it helps a lot. It, it really does because, um, you're not associating that person with a, with a gender. Right? Well, you, you are, well, you didn't say if it was a male or female. Exactly. And so I, I might say, well, who are, who are they? Who are they? But if, if I want to know them. more about him and it was a male or her, if it was a female, then I would say, well, who is she or who is he? But so, okay, I get that. But still in the context of a regular conversation or a text or whatever, texts are already confusing. You know, you can totally be on different pages uh, on those that that's a problem in itself. But when you add that element to it, like I said, it's really confusing for me. No, I mean, give yourself some grace, but just know that it, we're evolving. And I think if you try, if you just keep trying and, and again, it's out of respect for the other person, you, it'll become easier. So if you had an audience in front of you and you wanted to say something to them today, what would it be? I would say just remember to be kind, be grateful, be present. Those are the things that I end my class with because they're so important, mm -hmm. um, especially gratitude. And I talked about that earlier, just, just taking a moment to take a step back and really appreciate where you are um, and what's around you. Because there's so much, I mean, especially on the other side of the world, there's so much going on and we're just so lucky to be here. I mean, you and I in a beautiful city, right. um, safe, we have a home, we have, we don't have to worry about food on the table, friends, just so many things to be grateful for. So no matter what's going on in your life, um, whether it's stress, whether it's your, your mourning or whether you're down or you're angry, just remember that there's always good in your life and shift your focus to that. There's things that we have control over and there's things that we don't. The things that we do have control over, you can make changes to make them better. They're in your control, right? That's the, that's the definition of the word. Things that you can't, don't waste your time stressing over it because there's nothing you can do. So, I mean, you know, stressing over it, thinking about it, it's not going to benefit anybody. Focus on the things you can control. I think, well, we've had the conversation before. I've worked with Mark Holmstein, who's my energy guy. And one of the things that he's been talking about lately is now if you're meditating, it's great. If you just want to take a quiet moment, but like take some deep breaths. And he said, try putting a smile, a big smile on your face and hold it and do some breathing. And it actually will change your body chemistry by absolutely. doing that. Yeah. Absolutely. And so that, that, that's really interesting. It's one of the other things I'm learning. So 
All right. So if uh, someone is in is in the Palm Springs area and they want to find you, first of all, on Facebook, how would they find you? Or you can your just group? you can just look up me up. Um, my name's Jason Nagaya, or you can look up my class. Right, spell Nagaya for people. N A G A I A. First name Jace J A S E. And there's not a lot of Jaces on Facebook, so I'm okay. <laughs> unique in that way. <laughs> all right. And you can find my class um, on Facebook as well if you search Endeavor with Jace. Um, you can also um, visit my website. It's www endeavorpalmsprings.com okay and then will that take them to the link for your class if they want to start jumping around in the park yeah absolutely you can check out my website um and i have a registration form i do require my members to register but it's a free class to the community and visitors so i mean come by if you even if you want to just walk by while we're having a class to see if it's for you it's a low impact pet class because i'm really a big fan of low impact um, and it's aerobics and body conditioning. So we start off with some dancing around and then we um, pick up our weights and we do some body conditioning and then wrap it up with uh, some squats and some stretches. So it's so, a fun environment. So describe dancing around because the first thing for somebody like me, if I heard that would be, oh, I don't want to dance in public. So you're not literally <laughs> dancing. Not literally dancing. We're movements. just doing some, we're doing aerobic movement. So okay. um, it's very similar to Jane Fonda's grapevine and some, some, some of my own creations. So yeah, it's, it's just a fun environment. It is a fun class with good people. Well, sir, thank you for coming today. And hopefully you've given all of us something to think about. And we appreciate your sharing. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.